What's going on, everybody? This is Tuesday night. It is the tagline, the show where the tagline is the title. We are the Cinefanatics. My name is Robert Adams. My name is Chris Adams, and my camera might be too low. Possibly. There's a good look at your torso right there. Look at that. We almost Where got, did my forehead go? We almost got some belly button action on this right off the yeah. bat. Man, that's that's definitely worth a, uh, at least a 20 spot right there. You could donate that 20 spot right there to that... Uh, Man, I hate the framing. <laughs> to that streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics. I'm ready. Yeah. Good job. So that's what his chair looks like when he's not sitting in it. It's a regular chair. <laughs> it is. It's a very regular, ordinary chair. Hey, I've seen better. What? That works. <laughs> yeah. You're really close up. Yeah. So what's going on, everyone? Tuesday night. Um, it is the tagline. It is time for us to talk about movie stuff, and we have movie stuff to talk about. You know why? Because movies are back, yo. Because movies are back, yo. Exactly. Uh, we will be covering some movie stuff. That's... Apparently, there's some uh, box office stuff to talk. Yeah. Wow. By the way, this is both exciting and not exciting all at the same time. Yes. <laughs> huh. It's like seeing a giant wave coming towards you. You're like, cool, that's the biggest wave I've ever seen. Look, it's right up there above my head. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> exactly like that, huh? Anyways, uh, so it's been a long week. Uh, I just came off of like some like a week-long vacation, being able to knock out like a bunch of stuff that I wanted to get done for this channel Oh yeah, and stuff. So it was pretty nice. Uh, got to watch some movies in a theater. That was weird. Yeah. I haven't done that in a while. Like It's been months since we've gotten to see a movie, and then like within a matter of a couple of days, we saw two. <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah. So what movies did you see this week that you caught up on? Well, one that I should have seen years ago, <laughs> and one that I should have seen months ago. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the way this is going to roll for a while. It's like, yeah, just oh, yeah. all these movies that should have been out, we should have seen by now. Yeah, pretty much every movie remaining the rest of this year that we'll finally get to see. Should we not be locked down again? Uh, Garth in the chat saying, save it for your OnlyFans, Chris. This is a family-friendly show. I don't know what OnlyFans <laughs> is. Move along. <laughs> well, well, we can explain it if you'd like to take a couple of minutes. It's a place where only your fans can be. Exactly. That's exactly what it That's is. That's lovely. Isn't it nice? We should start a Cinefanatics OnlyFans. We're brothers. That's weird. <laughs> Why? Anyways, moving on. Uh, so... Those of y'all watching, thank y'all for being here tonight. Sound off in the chat. Let us know that you are here, who yeah, you yeah, are, yeah. and how you're doing tonight. We want to talk to you. You talk to us. That's the way yep. this show works. And so. as we uh, get into our main topic later on in the show, uh, we welcome all the interaction in the chat. Uh, like I said, it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a pretty somber one as far as the main topic goes. So when we get there, go ahead and share like any thoughts, memories, any. Uh, any of your favorite performances, all that stuff of Chadwick when we get to that main topic because it's going to be a, it's going to be a nice little memory fest. Yeah. Um, anyways, how are you doing for this past week? Uh, for the bulk of the week, I was doing pretty good. <laughs> Friday, uh, was doing great. And <laughs> until? then until a certain point and, and then the rest of the weekend was, <whistles> Yeah. <laughs> 2020 reared its ugly head again and reminded us that it's still the present year. It's still 2020. I go back to the fact that, like, I know everyone is, like, eagerly counting down till 2021. It's like, like, 
this virus isn't like, okay, I'm only going to be here for 2020. Come 2021, well, adios, and we're all like, freedom! No. So it's because we assume at the very least some vaccines or some kind of like uh, treatments that will be readily available that'll be more widespread and people will be more comfortable to interact again because those treatments will... Blah, 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 blah. You get it. Yeah. Uh, we expect that within, you know, the next five months. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, so I, I just always think that's funny that I, I constantly see that and I'm, yeah. I'm going to always like, like kind of chuckle a little bit like, <laughs> so <laughs> five, four, three, two, one, happy new year. I mean, <laughs> at this point, I do think that 2021 is probably, there's a good chance that it's probably going to be like the polar reverse of t- 2020 in which the first couple of months of the year are still going to be kind of, and then the rest of the year will be fine. So basically what you're saying is 2021 is going to pull a tenant. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be completely in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> tenant. Tenant. <laughs> no, tenant backwards is tenant. I know, but vocally it sounds different. Backwards. We just did an entire like review for it that you could hear us say the word tenant backwards. <laughs> yeah, if you guys haven't checked out that review, you need to see it because we put a lot of effort into that. That was so much fun. That was that review. So as a headache. I, yeah, I, I I'll, I'll say I, we'll, we'll jump into what movies have you seen this week because I think you and I are pretty much the same. Yeah, go ahead and mention those. Okay. Yeah, turn the air down because we're in Texas and it's 91 degrees outside after 9 p.m. Oof. Uh, So, yeah, this past week we both uh, were able to see New Mutants and Tenet. Good Lord. (laughs) Did you sit down? (laughs) Uh, we, We saw New Mutants and Tenet. Uh, both we have reviews for both of them up on our channel. It was so nice to do a movie review again. I, I was so happy to do a I movie review. About a movie like that in a while. Yeah. Uh, so we got the reviews up. They're both non-spoilery. So go check those out. Get our thoughts, feelings, opinions. If you wanted to know what people are thinking of these movies, well, there's our thoughts right there. We're, we're people, and we're thinking we're about people. these movies. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, I mean, I I, I kind of recap. I actually kind of liked New Mutants. I didn't think it was anywhere near it was as bad. Very average. It wasn't anywhere as bad as it could have been. It's there's, definitely not the worst of the X Men movies. Yeah, that's, easily. The quick recap is like there's definitely a handful of X Men movies that are absolutely worse than New Mutants. Yeah. Uh. So that I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, uh. What What did you think of it? New Mutants. Yeah. It was very average. Just very average. It was. Was was there anything about it that stuck out for you? First half boring, second half great. What was what was awesome about the second half? Uh, there was a little action from a demon bear. Hey, what's going on? I'm back. Hey, what's you, up, demon bear? You thought I was retired? No, I'm back. I'm demon bear. I'm here to stay. <laughs> Fantastic. Love demon it bear. It's way too hot in this apartment to keep this voice up. <laughs> so did you shave some fur off demon bear? Oh, just a little bit around the nether regions. <laughs> Did you use Manscaping, who's not sponsoring us? Not a sponsor, so I can't say yes or no, but <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Anyways, um, we we definitely need to cut like that voice over over like shots of Demon Bear from the trailer or something. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: we haven't gotten a whole lot of feedback in the chat about Demon Bear. This is really just more for me. I just really enjoy doing. You know, that we voice enjoy Demon Bear. Demon Bear so and if we enjoy it, there's like 7.5 billion people on this planet. If it's <sighs> something that we enjoy, 
someone else has to enjoy it too. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Uh, Gar said Robert needs to do a Lockheed voice. That is the truth. What would a Lockheed voice? Hello, I'm Lockheed. <laughs> Wait, how did you pull that one out? Hello, hello, I'm Lockheed. Lockheed here. <laughs> He's British. <laughs> I mean, he did he did pal around with uh, like Shadow Cat while she was on uh, Excalibur for a while in the '90s. So he yep. might be British. I mean, who knows? He comes from another dim- dimension. Real right? quick before we move on, I want to uh, shout out. We got. Let's get ready to talk Schmodown podcast. I believe that is Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Good old Shuggy. What up? He said, what up? Uh, Rockin' movies with Tyler. Good old Tyler says, what's up? Ferris is here. I haven't seen Ferris in, on, in our chat before. He's absolutely welcome here. Yeah. By the way, I've said things about Ferris before in other shows. Not here. Ferris is lovely. I want Ferris to stay. Yeah. I love Ferris. Yeah. Fer- a- Ferris is everything we need in life. Ferris is a great guy. <laughs> he also said, what's up? What's up, Ferris? Save Ferris. Um, anyway. Should say save Ferris. I know. I don't want to call something save Ferris. <laughs> Nine times. Lockheed. Lockheed. This is so off the rails already. Um, it's, it's good. Let's get all the all the sillies and all the wiggles out yeah. at the top. So, uh, Tenet, real quick. Uh, the review we did for that, that one was, I mean, that was a Christopher Nolan movie, easily. That's one of those movies you see the director's influence immediately. You can see it. You can hear it. You can taste it. Sort of. Uh, I mean, I had fish and chips. Just don't I mean, taste it when it's inverted. Yeah. Ew. Uh, wow. I'm have to pause for that one in a second. <sighs> nope, moving on. Uh, that was... It's definitely one of those Christopher Nolan movies that I say definitely needs a rewatch. No, 100%. A couple of times. I know I'm going at to. At home. With yeah. pause breaks. Yeah, and subtitles. <laughs> Reading um, the Wikipedia plot summary as you're watching it. <laughs> where the TV might be able to project the audio a little more clear so I can actually hear some of the things that the people are saying. Yeah, the sound the, the sound editing on it was a little rough. A little and the, rough. Uh, like the, at least like the first like quarter of the movie, it seemed like every like everywhere they were, they were sitting at a table talking to one another in the quietest voice possible. Like, it was just super quiet. Yeah, so time is going to do this and that, and then we do this with that and this and that. Do yeah, you, what? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, in the meantime, you got, oh. like, Hans Zimmer over here, like, so, like So, Tenet, what Tenet is, is basically, <laughs> and that's basically what we're doing with time inversion. You understand? Yeah. What? Yeah. So, uh, but we did have a little fun with, like, the whole time inversion idea in the in our trailer in our trailer reaction and we're our also about to have review. fun with the time inversion idea in our trailer reaction yeah. review <laughs> so uh that was a lot of fun to do that was one that like while watching the movie i was immediately like oh yeah i know it, how to do this review and the second we got out of there i was like hey check this out yeah so we were this is gonna be insane to set up but it's gonna be awesome to watch the behind the scenes line is we were talking about it in the car on the way back from the movie and then we got home and immediately started nailing down the details of okay how do we make this work because i'm gonna say things and you're gonna interact with me and then i gotta interact with you and you're gonna be reversed i'm gonna be forward and then i'm gonna be reversed you're gonna be forward and i think for just kind of coming up with the idea and pulling it together the last minute it came out at, at least decently funny if yeah. not if not somewhat creative yeah uh, i think if we had like a month to really <laughs> nail down this idea and plan it out to the to the t it would have been mind brilliant. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I we think it was fun. We went back and we saw like what was it Chris Duckman and Dan Merle were kind of doing like somewhat of the kind yeah. of the same idea. They just played their intros in reverse. Yeah, we actually did the entire. Like, <laughs> Which so. is funny because, because like, let's give you a little behind the scenes. We go into our uh, analytics and we're seeing that people are tuning out or oh, turning yeah. off like halfway through the video when I say, all right, hop on our Patreon, uh, come back, check our social medias or whatever. And they think that's the actual end of the video when really that's just the midway that's point. Just, it's just getting started. That's so. just the midway point, And then they completely miss everything you had to say about the movie. I feel like the past like four minutes have all been like, go check out our review plug. Well, so I mean, guys. Go check out our reviews. Go check out our review. We actually have reviews. No, that's the excitement behind actually having reviews again, is they're up and ready to be checked out. Garth says, I keep singing Tenet to the tune of Venom. Tenet, Tenet, Tenet. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You might need to see it with subtitles on it. So, I completely agree. Yeah. That's probably what I would do next. Yeah. Uh, um, next time I get to view it, will definitely be with subtitles, and then I'll probably... Yeah, I'll be completely 100% focused. So, real quick, moving on. We did got, like it, though. We Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm going to like it even more once I understand a little bit more about what's going on. Uh, yeah. Real quick before we move on, I know that we had uh, some conversation with, with uh, Garth before, and he was actually bringing up things in the chat. I didn't, I didn't say this in the little chat that we had with him, but he was bringing up stuff that I was like, wait, really? I didn't even know that. I haven't had time to really read it because when, yeah. Yeah, when he sent it, I was in like a fury trying to get work closed yeah. down and get out and get Because you go directly from work to here and mind is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into movie news, we do have a little bit of movie news before we get to the main topic. But I do want to stress, guys, make sure you all hit up that streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics. Get questions. Get comments. Just throw some money if you like. That's awesome, too. You don't even have to ask a question, but, I mean... That's about the only monetization we got on this video, too, but because we're doing a remembrance of uh, Chadwick Boseman, I didn't turn the monetization on just because yeah. I don't want to... So, I mean, yeah. we, we talk about Streamlabs, so do that if you want to do that, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, keep in mind that this is a, a very special uh, tagline at this point. So, um, And then I will ha also highlight Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cinefanatics. Got yep. stuff happening there. Uh, and after this, we will be doing uh, the tagline, which... Or, nope, we're doing tag, the tagline, we're tagline right now. now. We will be doing replay, the Schmodown replay. That will be tonight. We are going to be replaying Robert Montano from Late to the Party versus Jeff Snyder, the insnider, uh, who is the one who's got all like the scoops and everything from Collider. Scoops. And so uh, we will be joined by Jeff Snyder on yep. there talking about his match with Montano. So this is going to be, be a lot of fun. Especially uh, coming off the heels of his uh, appearance on Backstage today. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to hang out with him and uh, chat with him about his showdown yeah. experiences and so stuff. So that'll be – we will be starting the replay in roughly a little less than an hour from right now. So make sure you all hang out, stay around. Uh, make sure you like this video, subscribe, all that stuff. Getting All into, the YouTube things. Getting into some movie news yeah, uh, yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There surprisingly hasn't been that much. No, no, no. I think the main movie news is that movies are coming back out. So everyone's Pretty like, much, okay, yeah. let's just let movies have their – their time in the theater again and so we got a brief story uh we do have one that was uh pretty big that came out was apparently out of all the rocky movies stallone wants to go back and do a director's cut of rocky 4 i don't know why rocky 4 uh i mean i i, I 
I, I'm a Rocky Four fan. I love Rocky Four. Yeah. Uh, the like the small there's small bits of like stupidity and suspend your disbelief in that movie. Is this director's uh, cut where we uh, find out that it didn't actually end the Cold War? Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot I love about Rocky Four. I, yeah. I don't know why we need a director's cut, but this is the one that most of your diehard Rocky fans are. They say that this is the turning point when the franchise was gonna kind of start dipping down. I liked Rocky Four. Yeah. I, I, again, I, I completely agree. I love Rocky Four, but that was kind of. I, I can see it. I can see why most diehard Rocky fans say this is where the series was starting to fall off. There's a chance I might have. I might have seen it before three. Mm-hmm. I honestly three was good. Some of the Rocky movies, I think I actually like saw some before others. Did you invert your Rocky movie? Uh, possibly. I, yeah. I think I honestly saw uh, Rocky Balboa before a couple other ones too, Oof. which is is fine because I mean the character of Rocky is uh, iconic. You know about Rocky. You know who Rocky is. You know where he came comes from. So you can almost watch any of those movies out of order, and you're you're going to be fine. I would yeah. probably recommend watching one and two in order, but yeah. Um, one of the major things, though, it seems like that Stallone is going to be uh, George Lucas' uh, special editioning Rocky IV, and he's cutting out. Was it C- is it Seiko? I think is the name of the robot. Polly's birthday. Um, uh, Garth is mentioning it. Friendly but let's, robot. Let's keep it family friendly. Very friendly companion. Very robot. friendly robot. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Solo? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like L two. Only with less uh, like civil L3? rights movement. What was the name of the, See, I don't care about Solo at all. I don't even remember the name of the freaking droid in it. Anyways, only not talking about like robot rights <laughs> type. <laughs> um, Moving on. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting rid of the robot, which there's the thing. I, I feel like over the years watching it, there's something endearing about the robot. L3. Just hearing it like, happy birthday, Polly. Like there's something very... Very special about the was robot. Was it a happy birthday? And to Polly, it's probably even more special. Was the robot special? I don't know. Hey, where can I get one of those? Yeah. Demon Bear. No, Demon Bear. Stop, <laughs> stop. Chill out. Demon Bear does not need the Polly robot. You don't, you don't, need, a, you don't need that Demon Bear. <laughs> uh, so, I, I don't know if I would say I'm a fan of it, but, I mean, it's one of those th- scenarios, like, you grew up watching this movie a certain way, and now all of a sudden you're being told... By the director, I don't even, I can't remember if Stallone even directed Rocky Four. come to think uh, of it. I actually think so. I think he did. Yeah. Uh, but you're being, well, yeah, it would make sense if he's, he's the one doing, doing his he's director's, doing the director's cut. cut. Okay, so, well, yes. yes. So it's been a long day at work. Don't make me second guess blatantly obvious things. <laughs> I hate you. What color is the blue sky? Jeez. Uh, it's definitely green. Mm-hmm. So, uh. That's offensive to I, colorblind people, by the way. We're so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if like how I feel about this because I grew I grew up watching this and I'm like I, I'm gonna miss the robot I understand I understand like in the most general sense possible the Rocky movies are about Rocky Balboa he's a boxer they're sports movies they're underdog stories all this kind of stuff yeah a robot a piece of science fiction is just so out of place in a sports drama like that yeah so in theory, yes, it makes sense why they would want to go back and remove it should they do a director's cut and decide such things. But it has been out for decades now. 
and people have seen Rocky Four, love Rocky Four, love all aspects of Rocky Four, and they've even come to love the robot between seeing it for the first time and now. So yes, it's it's the same thing. It's it's a nostalgia thing. Like oh no, you're taking out the fun little cheesy fun part of the movie. Why? Now here's the thing. Overall, like that robots in that movie for maybe two minutes. Yeah. At most, it doesn't really take anything it, away yeah, from the narrative. It just takes away from your own your own nostalgia of it. You loved watching this stupid, goofy little robot. Yeah. Seemingly wanting Polly's Polly all night. So, I don't even know what that means. Moving uh, on. Yeah. Um, I know what it means. Oh, Demon that's Bear. right. Chill, chill out, Demon Bear. That's right. Garth is saying it was L three three seven, which is elite. Uh, elite. Yeah. Elite. Yeah. So internet slang. Um. So yeah, I I I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, I I want to see what else potentially gets added to it. I I don't I don't necessarily know <laughs> if I care one way or the other about this honestly. I also want to see if maybe they like tone down like how like the pressure of uh, Drago's punches when he's punching that machine it's weighing his punches all like on a pa- uh, pressure make him not gauge. actually like, look superhuman. Yeah, let's not have him look like he. That's true because like when I first saw it, I legitimately thought he was a robot. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean there was a robot in the movie, so why wouldn't I make the connection that he also is like an android of some sort? Yeah. I was like, is this guy actually human? I can't really tell. <laughs> Garth. He'll be putting Lady Gaga in in place of James Brown. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it needs, yeah. That should stay James Brown. Yeah. I was born this way. Um, With American shorts? Yeah. So that's could the... F- you, could you imagine like a Lady Gaga like hologram or superimposed or whatever into into there instead of like James Brown? Yeah, that would be weird. It'd be so weird. What did y'all What did y'all think of this? Like, y'all gonna miss the robot, or do you feel like that Rocky Four really needs hey, a director's cut? F's or? in the chat for the robot, guys. F's in the chat for the <laughs> robot. F's in the chat. Uh, also, like we were saying uh, earlier, apparently movie theaters are back open. We yeah. have some box office <laughs> numbers. So, Chris, yeah, Mr. Box Office over here. Hey. What do we got for box office? You know, I'm here's, the Dan Merle of this channel, apparently. Here's the thing. I've got glasses. Well, here, so do you. Yeah. Here's the thing real quick I want to touch upon. We're on episode 26, which we, which means we've been doing the tagline for 27 weeks. Yeah. Like. So there was that week we. Over, we over half a year already, we've been doing tagline. That's stupid. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Because we've been doing this since March. Yep. That's. That's stupid. Is it? It's been since 52, March. 52 weeks, yeah. It's been over half a yes. year. We're in September now. Oh. That's stupid. Yeah. I Time is... Anyways. Time uh, is a thing, guys. So we've been doing this since the beginning of March, which was, again, our very first news story on here <laughs> was... I literally just saw our minds explode on camera just now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> saw it earlier, too, but... Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll touch upon that in a little bit. Uh... That we've been doing since the beginning of March. Our first news story was No Time to Die is getting pushed back because of apparently some wacky virus that's starting to hit. <laughs> some crazy wacky virus, yeah. <laughs> Started to sound like Demon Bear again. Oh, it's uh, a tinge different. Yeah. Uh, but we really haven't been able to sit here and talk about box office numbers because yeah. it was shortly like a week or two after we started the tagline. Box office theaters just up and shut down. I mean, we talked about how good uh, was that that Trolls or whatever 
save, how well save they the did, music. Yeah. Tro- trolls, trolls music is yeah. for believing. Yeah. But we really haven't been able to talk about box office numbers. Hype of the rhythm, whatever the crap it was called. Yeah. So let's talk about some box office numbers. Let's talk about some box office numbers. I need to create like a graphic or whatever. Box office numbers. Box office numbers. Yeah. First off, we got New Mutants, which apparently some people are saying bombed, which how can you really tell what is a bomb right now? As far as I'm concerned, everything's bombing right now. It played in a movie theater and people paid to see it. That's a win. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) The glass half full perspective says, hey, it made money, which is more than a lot of other movies have been able to say this year. So yeah. Uh, right now, it's sitting at a domestic box office of a nearly seven point five million. I mean, here's the thing: coming coming from the Disney perspective, that they really didn't put any money into this movie. They didn't, so that's pure profit, so to speak, for Disney. Outside of the fact that they spent money on Fox, on Fox, yeah, um, and they spent a little on the on the marketing for it as well. But yeah, nowhere near the amount. So that's nearly pure profit for Disney, but the problem is is that that's 7.5 million domestically. Now, we are looking at a situation where there's limited screens that are open right now. I mean, all of LA and I'm pretty sure New York are still completely shut down as far as theaters go. Yeah. And then the theaters that are open like the ones that the ones the one that we went to is limited capacity so i think the theater we're going to is only like up to 30 percent capacity and even that hasn't been full like the between the new mutants and tenant when we when we went neither one of them were up to that 30 percent. they were definitely probably around 15 percent capacity i would say i i really didn't like want to get up out of my chair once we were in the theater and walk yeah. around and look at how full the theater was but just kind of judging as walking in i would say they were probably both about equally full yeah. For the most part. Just, were, everyone was all socially distanced from each other, so it was kind of hard to really gauge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was, they were both probably about 50%. So if we're looking at that as kind of like the baseline for the rest of the country, how it's going right now, the theaters that are open are probably, you're only seeing about 15% uh, going to the theaters. Mm-hmm. And again, we're still going to a theater that's kind of more off the beaten path in terms of Austin area theaters. So our, our numbers could be screwed, screwed, skewed as far as what we're looking at. Um. Yeah, it it this number does make sense. I wouldn't necessarily run out and say it's bombing because it's the the times are different. The situation is very different than we've experienced before. Also, let's keep in mind this is New Mutants. The fact that yeah. it's in a theater, just no matter how much money it makes, is a win. Yeah, that, it, it just it, it it did it, folks. It got out there. It's, 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 there. it's, it's people been, are able to see this. It's now. been seen by human eyes. <laughs> Um, absolutely, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Worldwide, it's currently sitting at uh, a little over ten point three uh, million. So worldwide, it's not it. It's not that much better, but I mean, worldwide. Uh, the thing is, is, is I know even less about worldwide theaters than I know about there's domestic right now. Definitely more theaters open worldwide than say in the United States because obviously the world is bigger. But more, there's more countries that are open for theaters theater going now especially if you look at like australia and new zealand those they've they've nailed this virus they're they've been rocking it solid this entire time so those countries are pretty much completely wide open if malcolm pops up in our chat he can i know he can speak to that (laughs) for sure i know he went and saw tenant so um like two weeks ago (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that that's what we're looking at for new mutants i mean again it's hard to determine whether that's fantastic or if that really is bad given the current situation uh i think 
as we said, the fact that New Mutants is in theaters and making money at all mm-hmm. is a complete win for that movie. It, it definitely would have done a whole lot better if it had opened two and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, especially because, one, the movie itself, the way it was built and portrayed, it was definitely geared for a two and a half years ago audience. But also because I think its connection to the greater uh, X-Men storyline universe that Fox had at that time would have probably leveraged a lot more dollars in the box office for uh, it. And that's the thing. And I I hate like kind of like giving away like a slight tease. Not spoiling it, but a slight tease. It's connected to the other X-Men movies, It is guys. connected to the other X-Men movies. And if they were able to do a sequel to this, it would be amazing. And I would so be eagerly awaiting that movie because yeah. oh, this one, this one did build the hype for a potential second one. I do question whether or not it would be considered more of a success if it went to streaming because I'm looking at the those numbers and i'm thinking ah! and i'm thinking uh you get an earthquake over on his side yeah. on this side i'm in california on that side you're still in texas um I'm anyway in texas kicking the tripod so i don't even know what i was saying now yeah <laughs> way to go um anyway if it would have done better on streaming yeah i think it would have it would have done better on streaming if you're if you're counting the fact that that movie has been what two and a half years away from uh release and at this point people just wanted to see it i would think there would there would actually be some new signups to a streaming service <laughs> just to see at least to see what kind of complete an utter failure of a bomb this movie would be yeah but at this point like anya taylor joy's got her aarp card so i don't know if they could have done a sequel at this <laughs> somehow she's aged 80 years in the last two <laughs> well she is magic uh so yeah that, i got that reference what was yeah what was uh tenants numbers Tenet is doing much better yeah, than New Mutants. That one, Go figure. That one had a whole lot of hype. New Mutants had a whole lot of, <gasps> okay, well, we'll, also, we'll see it when we believe it. Keep in mind we'll it that we'll New Mutants has actually officially been released, whereas Tenet technically hasn't had a domestic release yet. We got we the, the screening right. we went to was a preview screening. It's being released, I believe, this Friday. A a, a nationwide preview screening. Yeah, <laughs> that every theater that was open got pretty much. Yeah, so it doesn't technically have official reported domestic numbers yet. Yeah, it probably. I mean, it might tomorrow. They might have some numbers out there tomorrow for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but most r- numbers are probably not going to be reported until next so Friday or Sunday. Num- I'm number- talking! Numbers will come out tomorrow, huh? Just in time for our Tuesday night movie talk show. Exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, look. Give it, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we probably won't see real num- hard numbers on this until this next weekend when we'll get the normal, okay, what did it? what's its opening for Friday? What, are you okay? There's some kind of bug that was, like, biting me that's crawling on my leg. Oh. I well, don't know what it is. Go ahead and just take care of that real quick and stop disrupting the show. I'm you, trying you, you big dummy. It's kind of cool looking, though. Wes, I want to see it. Where'd it go? Oh, I don't see right it. There. Oh, okay. It's cool. like a shiny blue-green thing. It's blue and green. Anyway, guys, so, yeah, Tenet doesn't have any reported domestic box office numbers yet. And uh, that will probably cover actually on next week's tagline. We'll probably be able to bring up those numbers then. Uh, However, international worldwide, which at this point, those are both the same numbers. uh, The worldwide gross right now is sitting over 53,600,000. How are you still alive? (sighs) Holy crap. We're doing a live show. (laughs) 
Throw it away! Okay, now it's dead. Good lord. So Tenet, guys, is over 53 million in the worldwide box office right now. Sit down. It bit me. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to come up with a uh, character voice for that bug <laughs> here in a second. <laughs> What's the one from The Fly? <laughs> help me! Help me! Help me! <laughs> Look, we're over halfway through. we got to get to our main topic here. Alright. Yep. Uh, so yeah, tenants sitting worldwide at over fifty-three million. Uh, doing that's all all circumstances. I would say that's actually doing pretty good. I would say worldwide for a normal uh, big budget blockbuster movie that isn't a franchise or like a superhero movie, you're looking typically probably about sixty to eighty million. Sixty million probably at worst for that for that opening weekend. Eighty million probably around best for a non-franchise. Um. Maybe 80, 90 million. I would say this movie, under normal circumstances, probably would have opened about 90 million under a normal, yeah. under normal circumstances. So for it to have, right now have a worldwide of 53 million is actually pretty, I would say it's actually pretty decent uh, given, given the current situation. So again, those numbers will probably be adjusted uh, after this next weekend. So next, next Tuesday, look for us to talk about the actual updated numbers for tenants. Real release not just pre-release uh the other one that we're uh, unfortunately we're not able to speak upon yet is uh bill and ted face the music yeah uh we just haven't had time to be able to watch that yet yeah um so that one i hope to knock out probably within the next week maybe uh and then i know we got like in a couple of days we got mulan is coming out so i know we want to not knock that one out because we were eagerly anticipating that before the world yeah. shut down that's the crazy thing is movies are coming back and they're coming back full force right now uh, yep. there is going to be i think a, a good solid break though before we start before we start moving into some other movies that are coming out that we're definitely going to be reviewing and stuff so yeah all sorts of fun stuff there um <laughs> tyler's saying that this sounds poisonous run <laughs> yeah Anyway, that's that's the box office, guys. Box office, yeah. <laughs> Graphic to be determined. Not nearly as good at it as Dan Merle, guys. Make sure you're watching Charting with Dan. He's not sponsoring the show, nor is he knowing that I'm saying this kind thing about his show. It's worth checking out. Nor does he know who you are. Nor, well, he no, he knows who we are. He, he does. <laughs> but anyway. Um, anyway. Moving on. So we are going to move on to our main topic. And I want to say, like... Uh, this is where I feel like one of those that we need to ha we need to show like our connection directly to the story right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, those of y'all who are watching, most everyone who's watching us are are people who were fans of us from doing the the Schmodown reactions, the Schmodown replay. Mm -hmm. Y'all are all fans of the movie trivia Schmodown. If you don't know what that is, it's a movie trivia game show on YouTube. Light wrestling. There's good guys. There's bad guys. Just they check out Schmodown Entertainment. They Network. sit at a table and they answer movie trivia questions. Yeah. It's a blast. Absolutely love it. Uh, they had their major event this past uh, Friday, probably the biggest schmodown ever, where they managed to get actual wrestler Chris Jericho <laughs> and director, auteur Kevin Smith uh, to go one on one at movie trivia. Yeah, it was great. Fantastic match. Such a good match. It Easily. Was so good. Like, take away the fact that they're, like, big, major... Known quantities. Very well-known celebrities. Yeah. Remove that. 
that was still a good match. You could have had people like in like those full like bodysuits, and we have no idea who they are, and they're just sitting yeah. there answering movie trivia questions the same way. Fantastic match. Yeah. So good. So we're sitting there watching the match. It's going fantastically. It gets into the final moments of the match, and tensions are high, sitting on the edge of your seat, and all of a sudden news breaks. The news breaks. We're in the middle of filming it because we're actually filming it while it's playing live. Yeah. We're filming our reactions. We uh, premiered it the next day. So we're sitting here watching. Uh, news breaks in the chat of the Schmodown because uh, we're, we're able to see it. Their live chat, yeah. Their live chat. News breaks in there, and all of a sudden you see the chat slowly starts becoming pretty much all about this news topic. Yeah. Uh, you caught it first. Because uh, uh, we were on there with Dylan Camacho from Call Teacher. to Action, yeah, and you saw it first, and you're like, "Hey, guys, news breaking! We'll, we'll, don't pay attention to it. We'll talk about it later." Yeah. Uh, I quickly saw over in the chat, and I saw exactly like right off the bat what it was, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and it was immediate. Like, dude, you've got to focus. Uh, we're we're sitting here filming this reaction. Um, luckily. Fortunately, the actual schmodown itself was pre-recorded. Yeah. Because, again, this would have been a thing, like, had this happened live while they were still doing it, uh, it's sad to say that the news pretty much derailed the entire chat for the rest of the... At the pinnacle of this episode, Yeah, it just derailed the chat. And it was hard, hard not to be derailed by it. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you're sitting there recording something live and news like that breaks, uh, it just completely takes the wind out of you and you have to, like, refocus. So, I mean, that's kind of... That's kind of what uh, what it is. I mean, Garth, Garth brings up here. It was a unique reaction video because you're saying don't mention it, don't look at the live chat. Uh, while tears well up your eyes, yeah, you're trying to fight back tears because uh, honestly, let's just call it for what it is. Chadwick Boseman means a lot to a whole lot of people. Some a lot to a lot of other people, a little bit more so, but uh, he is one of those like once in a lifetime kind of actors. Uh, once in a generation and so seeing seeing that news break it is yeah it's definitely a hey hold hold on let's 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 push through this let's push through this recording and then we're just gonna just completely break down once this thing's over yeah uh, uh, and that's basically what happened we pushed through the recording once the recording was over i know that between the three of us who are present on that recording at that point we're just losing our crap yeah, there were definitely some words said that we're not po- repeating. But post recording, yeah, yeah. Uh, do the, the cinema fanatics cuss? The, they certainly do. They when did. I mean, on I, I mean, I, I dropped one in my tweet. I was like, it, it's worth it. I mean, just yeah. it was. I mean, so, even thinking back on it now, there were uh, there was stuff I was I was in the process of trying to tweet while we were recording. Like at one point, I know you were talking, or you were talking to Dylan, and I'm just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I know the quality on my webcam is not the best. I'm not using this here, but uh, you could see like the tears welling up and stuff. And like, yeah, he he hasn't had a huge career. He's still fairly a new actor. He just came in. He hit the ground. He ran with it. And he he is one of those actors that knew exactly what he wanted to do as an actor. He picked and chose his roles specifically. Yeah. Uh and he again that that's one of first of all that's a that's a fantastic sign in an actor is someone who knows exactly what they want to do with their career and then they do it and then they do it at the level that he did it. 
you go back and look at so here's the thing. Uh, there, there are a few of his movies yet that we have, we still haven't been able to catch up on. Um, I was, I have not seen Forty Two. I wanted to see Forty Two pretty bad before this happened. Yeah. Now I desperately want to watch Forty Two. Uh, that I'll, I'll bring up that one outside of the uh, Black Panther movies because the rest of them, there, there's a, a lot of his other films that we just still haven't caught up yet on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably about to break down and honestly, if I can find some free time, just go through his entire recent filmography essentially it here's the thing i want to clarify like yeah. i i hate the fact that something like this happens mm-hmm. and that's what makes you want to go through his True. filmography the the man should be celebrated for what he's done for his work and it should it should have been a, a thing we should have yeah. been watching these movies already the, the realistic nature of it is we're human yeah. you, you just can't get to every single movie that comes out about every single actor in the hopes that like hey just in case i want to be able to speak upon these movies later on yeah it, you can't you, you can't do that hindsight is a don't better, say it is don't a better year it. than 2020 yeah. but uh it's it, it is what it is. I mean, that's the thing. So I have seen Forty Two. It's fantastic. I want to rewatch it again. It's it was amazing. Uh, his portrayal of Jackie Robinson was pitch perfect in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, all, all of his work as Black Panther is is iconic. Is going to go down in history. Uh, not not just for the superhero genre as a whole, but for you know culturally speaking, what. Uh, in fact, actually, let me bring this up. Uh, I remember going and seeing Black Panther, and I remember walking out of the theater and seeing uh, indivi- other individuals walking out in native cultural garb. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, there were there were black people walking out, and they were wearing the the clothes that a, they would wear in like an African tribe and everything. And I was like, that is awesome, and that's awesome because that means. That what you have is you have Chadwick Boseman portraying a character that speaks culturally very deeply to individuals of that culture. And that, I think, is is something that is uh, has been missing a lot from movies. And it's something that is absolutely necessary and absolutely needed in films, especially, especially nowadays. So to see Chadwick Boseman be able to bring that character to life in the way that he did... Uh, was deeply impactful for just all all different cultures, that specific culture, and uh, just the 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 movies, superhero genre as a whole, all of it. I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm looking up real quick, uh, not to derail this, but um, I believe that our review of Black Panther is probably one of our first reviews that we did when we actually decided to set up a, a YouTube channel wow. and talk about movies. I completely forgot I don't. That. I can't tell if it's the first because it, it was on your channel it first. Was, yeah, it was on my channel. It was before. It was pre-Cinefanatics, so it was on your Method Living channel, which is no uh, which is public. now just uh, yeah. your name. Yeah. Um, but I do have it. It's in our our movie reviews playlist on Cinefanatics, so yeah. it's a part of that. That was one of our first reviews. Uh, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, so I, I want to break down just basically, essentially, as far as who was Chadwick Boseman as an actor, and then who was he outside of his roles. I mean, you look at the roles he took up. He took up Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall. Which the thing the thing I find funny about that because I remember I I feel like it's okay to joke about this because I thought it was funny is that he was very good at playing very prolific historical black men 
Yeah. Like, it was and the joke that I always thought of, like, hey, do you want to do a movie about a famous historical black man? Get Chadwick Boseman to play him. He's fantastic at it. He's going to do like, it. Like, the thing is, is that's an easy joke to make because that was most of his career for for the most part. If, outside of Black Panther, it was yeah. these biopic-type movies. How would you, but he you, was good at them. Do you want to be... Uh, do you want to be known as the guy who always plays yeah. historical figures? Now, now the one that, that I was thinking about actually earlier today in anticipation of talking about this tonight is like, do you want to be the actor who now has to do, like, hopefully not anytime soon, but do a biopic of Chadwick Boseman doing a biopic of these Famous historical black men. It would be it would be very interesting. Um, <laughs> my I mind, don't know. My mind's, on, to my mind's not there right now. Um, but yeah, it'd be very interesting to see. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't want to see a biopic of Chadwick Boseman for at least probably like a good ten years. Yeah, uh, it would be fine. The the thing I I, I like and the thing uh, that I think we also need to highlight about Chadwick Boseman as a person is, and uh, if you indulge me for a second, I want to speak a little bit more personally and kind of. Mm-hmm. Go a little bit selfish with as far as what Chadwick Boseman means to me in this moment right now. Um, You look at him and you look at what he's been going through for the last four years. Oh, yeah. He didn't let anybody know. I mean, I'm sure probably close family... Close family and friends probably knew, but... I want to say, like, Kevin Feige and Ryan Ryan Coogler knew. uh, Just because they had to to plan out the franchise. I don't think so. Uh, Ryan Coogler actually penned a statement and I don't, I believe he didn't actually know at all. And, uh, by the way, if you guys haven't read Ryan Coogler's, uh, statement, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. You need to, you guys need to check that out. Um, anyway, the fact that he was fighting through, uh, cancer, I know it was colon cancer, but any kind of cancer is terrible. Uh, and the fact that he's fighting through that while, portraying these different roles within the last four years that he did as well as pushing his body to be in peak physical condition to portray black panther in the black panther movie and infinity war in Endgame, and so doing that multiple times keeping up with the the regiment necessary to do that while going through multiple surgeries uh, treatments, what have you, for having cancer, is absolutely insane. Yeah, he did a lot of his own stunts. He knew like the yeah. martial arts and stuff that he performed in Black Panther. Yeah, so he was doing all of this while going through this and not not really telling anybody about it. And on on the one end, I there's something I admire about that in which honestly it really is none of our business to know what you are personally going through as an actor. Your job is to act and portray characters. It is not our job to know about your personal day-to-day life. And you don't have to talk about your personal day-to-day life. And I think a lot of people need to understand that that is their job is to come in, act, portray these characters and you know, they have platforms in which they can speak as well. That's fine. But as far as what you go through, it's none of our business. So for him to have held that back from everybody, I think is something to be admired because it wasn't necessarily our business to know about that from him. 
But on the flip side, I'm sitting here looking at it from my perspective now of, you know, I'm trying to do what I want to do in life, build up the things that I want to build up in life. And, you know, situations, you know, I, I fall into complacency a lot. I fall into apathy a lot. I complain. I, you know, don't do the things I want to do that would help me build up what I want to do. And I'm spending that time complaining. And as far as I know, I'm in dang near perfect health. And yet I'm not essentially living life to the fullest that I need to be doing. Chadwick is out here building his body, pushing his body to this peak physical condition, doing these roles, doing what he always wanted to do, his passion of acting, is telling these stories, and even more so portraying the the historical figures and the characters that have such cultural impacts uh, that he did, all while battling with something that would otherwise completely shut someone else down and hold them off in their in their room i don't want to talk to people i don't want to see people this i'm struggling with this yeah and i'm saying like what am i complaining about mm-hmm. what the hell am i complaining about like i have no reason to be not pursuing and not doing the things i'm doing when Chadwick was out here battling with what he was battling with, pursuing his dream, pursuing his passions, telling the stories that he was telling as an actor, as a incredibly talented and gifted actor, all while battling cancer. Like, when we talk about the dude, when we talk about him as, like, he's royalty, he's a king, he's a hero, legitimately, he was out here battling cancer, going to St. Jude's, and visiting children who are also battling cancer and telling them you're going to be fine. And he was coming in as a hero. These kids were looking up to him. That's the Black Panther. That's the Black Panther. Oh, my gosh. Look at him. He's such a hero. All the while he was battling with this stuff his in his own. Like, dude was 100% royalty in real life. That To have such grace to be able to... To, to to do that. Yeah. It did yeah, it's these past few days have been kinda kinda rough because I I look back and I'm like, okay, they're gonna make a Black Panther movie. This is like years ago. Obviously they're gonna make a Black Panther movie. He's such an important character in the comics. Uh it's obvious that this is the character that Marvel Studios needs to go into now. Uh who should they get to play? I'm thinking after seeing 42, oh, absolutely, Chadwick Boseman. You guys need, if you guys don't cast Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, you've missed the mark completely. Mm hmm. A few years later, they do the show with Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Evans talking about the stage show, yeah. Talking about the future of the Marvel movies and everything. And they do the whole, oh, we're doing Captain America Civil War and introducing our Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. I'm like, yes. You knew exactly who to cast in that role. And, it, again, as an example of Marvel knowing, you know, they're casting to a T. Uh, but knowing that, I was sitting there thinking, like, man, after seeing his performance as Jackie Robinson going, absolutely, 100% needs to be, it needs to be him for Black Panther. Yeah, oh, man. It's the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing was uh, 
it yeah it was it's it's been a rough year like and i can't even hold like to be honest i can't even imagine what his what his family is feeling also like this is just us we're two nobodies who didn't know him personally i would have loved to know him personally honestly mm-hmm. he's he seemed like just the most honest awesome like this is what a human should be human being um and that's yeah i can't imagine what his family is feeling because for us being individuals who didn't know him personally and saying like the battle that he was facing and who he was as an actor as a person having this much impact on us and that's and that's just honestly that's just from the perspective of two white guys that's not even from the perspective of oh yeah the, <laughs> the the little boys and girls who are looking up to look looking up to him uh little black boys out there who are seeing black panther or seeing chadwick boseman as i finally see myself on screen as a superhero i don't even know like we don't know that perspective we've always we've seen the supermans and the batmans and the ironmans and the captain americas we don't know the perspective of what is what does it mean to finally see myself represented as a superhero on screen? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I'll pull in from the just from the superhero the the first uh, the first black superhero portrayed in a movie was Spawn, I believe. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe it was I mean, Spawn. Outside of like <clears throat> some like of those like exploitation films or what have you, whatever. No, whatever like actual based off a of comic book. Yeah, yeah, based off a of comic book. Uh, I believe it was Spawn. And then, of course, we've gotten over the years, we've gotten, like, Falcon. And I believe Black Panther really was the first one that was, like, fully embodied. That one that one was one that it reached, it reached the black community in, a, in the most awesomest way ever. And I love seeing, I love seeing them all rally and say, hey, this, this is our hero. Uh, uh, like again we can't relate to that but i under i understand as a human being i understand that feeling yeah. that passion that they have for that character that was played perfectly well and then thing look back at the comics black panther back when he first debuted he wasn't that top tier of a character either but this is a character that over the years people have rallied around behind and have really like bolstered up and now that the movie came out, or when he first showed in uh, Civil War, like absolutely amazing, these like how that character just pushed and broke through like pop culture norms. I would say maybe that he he gone from like maybe a B tier character to the platform he's on now. It's just amazing to see uh, the community that has come up around because of him. Yeah. Garth the same Meteor Man. I don't think Meteor Man was actually based off a comic book, though. I wouldn't know, honestly. Um, so, that being said, uh, if you guys have like any of your favorite performances from Chadwick Boseman, also, uh, I know we got a few in the chat already. Let's go ahead and drop those in the chat. We're, we'll cover those real quick. Uh, I know we got to wrap this up here pretty soon, but uh, I, I definitely wanted to spend a good chunk of this show talking about him because he was a very impactful, very talented, uh, both actor and just an, an amazing human being in, in all of his like extra work and everything that he did outside of, uh, acting. So, 
Uh, let me roll through here. Let me scroll back up. Um, yeah, so uh, Tyler says even weirder was that it was on Jackie Robinson Robinson Day. Yeah. Yeah, which that the thing with that real quick, I, I do – I did read about that. Uh, they pushed back Jackie Robinson Day because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and that was the new Jackie Robinson Day, and it just so happened to be that day. That's that's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then uh, Gar says he was in a bunch of TV shows, but he first remembered him in an episode of Fringe. See, I didn't even know that. I didn't. I didn't know the TV shows that he did mm-hmm. either. Um. Uh, Garth also says the five bloods and message from the King are available to watch on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, also, I also heard, uh, the five bloods was good. I know I haven't caught up on that one yet, but heard it was really good and that he actually put on a really good performance in it as well. So I definitely want to check that out. Okay. So yeah, meteor men and blank man weren't based on comics, but they were made in, they made comics based on them later. So yeah. Uh, so it does look like spawn was the first, black superhero made into a movie yeah. uh which was quickly followed by blade now here's the thing i, I I'll, I'll give blade its credit blade is definitely the movie that should be credited as opening the marvel comics floodgate it's pretty much the father of the modern superhero genre i know that there's a few of those those batman movies that came before it but it was really like this is the modern superhero yeah. genre everyone yeah. always gives the credit to x-men i think Bl- blade was the one because everyone knew x-men was based off a comic no one knew blade yeah um but it, it was i think Black Panther, the character that he portrayed, it w- that was the one that took it from this is a comic book to, or it, I don't know how to say it. Blade, most people didn't know Blade was a comic book. Yeah. People watch Blade and they're like, okay, we get the idea. It's a vampire story, we, cool. It's a vampire of the daywalker, we get that. Uh, we Cool, That that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, but Black Panther was probably the first one where we're like, we know it's a comic book. They're doing justice to the comic book. They're not playing it like corny, like say if you go back to like the '90s Batman yeah. movies or the the later two Batman movies. Eh. Uh, they're not playing it like it's a comic book movie. Or Spawn. Spawn was like straight up a cheesy comic book movie. They're, they didn't play anything like that. They played it like it was a serious, straight up movie. Yeah. And it was the first one that really, really celebrated. Okay, granted, yes, Wakanda is it's unfortunately a fictional uh, African country, yeah. but it's the one that like it played into that traditional like African lineage. Culture. I don't know. Yeah, lineage I, culture. I can't yeah. think of the words. Uh, but your vocabulistics are one my vocabulistics are uh, outstanding right now, but. Yeah, it was it was that movie, and I could again going back. I could see why why people connected. I could see why black people connected to it. It's, yeah, one hundred percent. Great movie, and for that, I I absolutely adore Chadwick Boseman as the king that he was as King T'Challa. Yeah. I I I do see him again. Going back with what you said, definitely a king, not only on film but in real life. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I, I feel like that pretty much sums it up. I feel like that's the best way to, to end this. Uh, 
uh, anyone else want to say a couple more people (laughs) in the chat i was still going through some yeah uh fake jake says he'll be remembered as the hero he was to the world 100 percent, absolutely i think that his legacy is is firmly in stone as uh as as that as that hero as that as that king that he acted as with grace out even outside of playing black panther uh brandon says 42 mm-hmm. uh 100 42 is so good uh so so good and yeah yeah i think that's about it as far as uh what people in the chat are saying about uh chadwick boseman as far as his so garth is saying that august 28th was also the birthday of jack kirby who created black panther that's interesting. That's interesting. So that, August 28th. Life is weird sometimes, guys. Life is really weird sometimes, the, the way these things line up. Uh, let's see. First appearance of Black Panther, I believe, was Fantastic Four yeah. 52. So that doesn't match up with anything, but... I mean... <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what other thoughts to leave it on, guys. I mean, you know, you look at the situation, and once again, somebody of... Of what we consider great uh, cultural significance, uh, importance to us uh, as a whole in, you know, not only just American movie culture, but the impact that he's made for individuals all around the world has passed away. And this leads us again to stop and think about, you know, how precious life is, you know how little time we have here and what we're doing with our time here. Um, are we, you know, reaching out to anybody? Are we, are we we touching anybody? You know, are we, are we, you know, helping others, loving others, that kind of thing. And I think that is, it is definitely a shame that it, for a lot of us, sometimes it takes the, uh, the passing of somebody that, you know, of that, of that kind of prominence in order to, remember to do do such things but that is once again where we're at with that stuff so yeah uh we we absolutely remember chadwick boseman for everything he he was every every character he portrayed uh who he was in real life uh off screen and definitely say rest in peace rest in power chadwick boseman yeah that's going to do it for tonight's episode of Tagline, guys. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you for being a part of that. Make sure you uh, subscribe to this channel, like, comment, everything you want to do here on YouTube. Uh, we will be back here in roughly about 10 minutes or so with uh, the Schmodown replay. We're going to need a couple of minutes to <laughs> recompose ourselves after this. Uh, but we will be back uh, doing the Schmodown replay to today's match. Uh, Jeff Snyder versus Robert Montano uh, with Jeff Snyder uh, joining us. So make sure y'all watch that. Um, Again, that's going to do it for tonight's episode of the tagline. Uh, Again, thank you for watching. Y'all have a great evening and good night.